Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 31 of season two. Um, and we are starting a new series, or this is the second episode in our series called With. Um, and again, guys, as always, please feel free to download and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Um, new episodes come out every Tuesday. At least we're getting back into that pattern because <laughs> we've been gone for a while, as you guys may know. Um, but uh, yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So this is our second part of our series with, and, um, and we're going to be walking through the book called with by Sky Jatani. I always make sure I say his name correctly. <laughs> Sky Jatani. Um, and it's a fantastic book. And our last podcast, um, if you listened or watched, we really just kind of gave a really broad overview mm-hmm. of what these five postures are mm-hmm. and how we attempt to relate to God. Yeah. Um, and you can see them everywhere. These postures. The postures. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah and you if, can. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't really give you a lot of. <laughs> We're still getting in our groove here, guys. It's been a minute. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> these postures. Got it. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so we did a brief description of each one of the, um, the postures. And today we're going to actually spend our time talking about under. Yeah. Um, and so, but I know there was a quote that we actually didn't get a chance to read in the last one that was really good that I think would be great to start with. Today. Yes. So life under, over, from, and for God, each seeks to use God to achieve some other goal. God is seen as a means to an end. For example, life from God uses him to supply our material desires. Life over God uses him as a source of principles or laws. Mm. Life under God tries to manipulate God through obedience to secure blessings and avoid calamity. And life for God uses him and his mission to gain a sense of direction and purpose. But life with God is different. Because its goal is not to use God, its goal is God. Mm. He ceases to be a device we can employ or a commodity we can consume. Instead, God himself becomes the focus of our desire. But before we can really desire God, we must have a clear understanding of who he is and what he is like. The reason most people gravitate to Mm. one of the other four postures is because they've never received a clear vision of who he is, and so they settle for something less. And I would like to Mm. argue... Yeah, go ahead. That they've never received a, an experience of who God is. Ooh, yeah. Um, and not to take this on a complete tangent, right. I'll behave myself. But, <laughs> but I think we're missing experience, the witness of God, because we've lost the experience of witness with each, each other. other. Yes. And we've lost, and it's and it's the both end of that, of mm-hmm. we've lost one, and so we've lost the other, and the exchange continues. And so we've had to learn how to function without God because we've also learned how to have to function without people Mm, being with us and safe and being able to Mm -hmm. stay with um, through life. Yeah. Right. And so we even do this, as you alluded to before, we even find ourselves uh, 
um, imposing these postures with yeah. other people as yeah. well. And I don't know if that'll come back up in conversation, we'll but it's yeah. it's definitely worth holding space. My my argument here is that may we become the people. We actually just read this in uh, at the table this yeah. last week in yeah. John was it seventeen seventeen yeah um, where where Jesus his last words to his disciples were was may they know who I am Mm -hmm. by experiencing me through you and through your message. Um, He, he multiple times through John 17 talks about experience, experience, experience. And it wasn't may they know you through ideas that, that I've shared. Right. Um, There's a reason why Emmanuel came Mm -hmm. and was with, and still is with. Yeah. And, um, and even the meaning of Emmanuel is God with yes. us. And so, yes. And so um, what we're holding for here and what we're contending for here, even in this conversation is maybe, maybe get back to life with God yeah. and him with us. Yeah. And, and in that too, and as we dig a little deeper into each one of these four postures over the next few podcasts that, um, that you just take a good look at kind of where you are. Cause it's, it's, it's really done this for me in different areas yeah, of too. life as we, yeah. when we were reading it and listening to it. And as we've started going over it again, it's like, wow, actually that area of my life really is living under God or living for God or living as opposed to being with him in yeah. all areas of my life. And mm-hmm. so, and part of my wrestle maybe in this season of my life is that I still expect him to yeah. X, Y, Z because of this particular posture. Yeah. That, that I have an expectation that I've created mm-hmm. so, that is something other than with. Yeah. Yes. So mm. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so let's jump into this a little bit. Um, so again, this is life under God. And so what I want to read here real quickly is is kind of what this looks like. And then the fear, because each one of these four postures um, are fear. They're, they're really based in fear and control. Mm-hmm. And so because we're trying to mitigate our fears and gain control. Right. And so we've employed these different ways to relate back to God and to mm-hmm. other people sometimes too. So under God looks like this. It seeks to control the world through religion by manipulating God through rituals or morality. Um, if you do this, then you will get that. And again, that fear is being subject to the uncontrollable and the happenstances of life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this posture is also characterized by the belief that one's primary calling is to live under divine rule in order to avoid divine calamity. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's that idea of, again, we have to do this in order to get that. And in, in the book, he talks a lot. He kind of goes back to the ancients and how they lived mm-hmm. under God and what that looked like. And, and under gods. gods uh, uh, yeah, there was yeah. multiples that they that they had this um, kind of. Dance. Uh, dance with yeah dance that's a great way to put yeah. it of and maybe dance is a poor word because <laughs> dance is actually very relational and it's, and it's how that's we true. maybe yeah. would describe with yeah um it mm. was definitely more of like a transaction Tran- yes of yeah. like well you know i if i give you my sacrifice then in return i get your blessing yeah and and we see this all the time in the church where we're talking about this in the same way of you know, if you if you worship him, if you if you give your tithe, if you go to church faithfully, if you mm-hmm. abstain from immorality, right, then, right, yeah. then God will be pleased with you, which then equals X. Yeah. And 
And if he's not pleased with you, then that equals X. Right. And somehow like that has, that Mm. becomes our God, that, that transaction becomes God somehow. Yeah. It's even the idea. I think I'm something that just hit me in this conversation right here. It's the, even it's the, even the, the very slight, um, shift of when people would say like, um, you know, you, you, you check in really heavy or you're having a bad day or something bad has happened or something heavy or you know tragic, whatever it might be. And the response sometimes that you'll get from people is, well, are you praying enough? Right. Or like, did you, are you giving your tithe? Right. Are you right? Like if you're financially not, not yeah. doing well, well, are you tithing? Yeah. As if it is that, and that could go back to the principal conversation too, of it like from be. God, but, but this idea of, I have to ex- I have to exact well, my my execution of my yes. end of the deal in order for and I even think it's interesting in the imagery of life under God like the God out there mm-hmm. you know who is above me and has all the power and control in order for me to maintain some control yeah. then I can control my part my end of the deal of this like bargain that we've somehow made. <laughs> well, it, it's also this belief, I think too, because if you go back to the ancients of like, you know, if I, you, you're a farmer and you are, you know, in your crops, so you give your sacrifice to the sun God and to the water God. Right. And then if it doesn't rain on your part of the land, then it's this idea that the rain God did not accept your sacrifice or it wasn't good enough. Right. And so, and so ultimately you are the one who's at fault. You yeah. are the one who who created that problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's the one to appease whoever and whether that's the sun, God or God himself. Right. Uh, yeah. We would say that that we're really this is an attempt to appease. Right. Yeah. The, yep. To appease the one that um, we might feel is really dependent on our ability to appease. I right. don't know. It's yeah. like it's so funny <laughs> how how when you start to talk about it and you're just like, how does, how this, does that work? How does this hold up? But yet it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like when you start to try to dis- explain it, you're like, this doesn't even quite make Makes sense. sense. But yet here it is again in the way that we so, explain things. Yeah, and it's again in the like, way we teach and, Christianity, yeah, all of that, and so it's like. And so going back to that, that scenario of, well, you're having financial issues. And so they, you know, someone said, well, are you tithing enough? But it's like, it's the idea of, or are you tithing? Are you giving? Whatever it might be. But it's the idea of, I have to tithe or I have to give, or I have to serve, or I have to do this in order for this to be good. Mm-hmm. And in order for God to be for, good to me. God like, be good to me. Like there's right. a, I mean, there's a, there's a, a story in the book that he talks about the football player and, um, I could tell you the teams wouldn't go and all that. Anyway, over time, drops a pass in the end zone. And he goes on Twitter and he says, God, I praise you 24-7. I give my tithes. I go to church. He's like, and how are you going to do me like this? Like, like I didn't catch the ball. Like it was God's like fault it, that he dropped right, the ball in the end zone. Right. Yeah. But it was that idea of I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be, quote unquote, doing to be good. So. Or to do what you, or to do ex- what, what you I ex- think you expected. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't come through for me. Right. Well, no, you just didn't catch the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But isn't that so interesting? And then we build like these religious constructs around that as ways to keep people in in line, because we also think that if if you're not doing your part, then that also could affect me. Right. right? Like, yeah, if you're not sacrificing 
your or you're not doing your part for God, then it might not rain on my crops either, even though I'm doing all my part. Maybe he's actually mad at you because you didn't do enough. And it's this wildness that we then create these cultures, even within our churches, Mm -hmm. that is about um, (laughs) like removing the people who might be compromising God's good response to us. It's just it's interesting. It's wild. I was actually in a Facebook group um, that was asking about it's Christian women and it's asking about tithing and it, and it's a Christian women's business group. And they're asking, do I tithe off the gross of my business or do I need to tithe (laughs) off like the profit of my business Uh as if it was a formula? Mm. And I think it's so interesting when we find ourselves like, if I tithe, if I tithe 10% off of this number and not that number, then the prosperity isn't going to come. Wow. It's that's when we're facing it. Right. Is that yeah. we have somehow, we somehow think that we actually have the power to control whether or not God blesses us. And that's what's at what that's, what's at the, the juncture here. Yeah. And so I want to read, I want to read this right here, this note, it says life under God cannot be a way of establishing a relationship with God because it is actually an attempt to overthrow his rightful place which is his authority and his control. Right. So it's like in the attempt to control God, to do the things that are not control God, but the attempt to do the things that you think God wants you to do to get the thing that you think you want or that you need. It's actually doing the exact opposite where it's putting you over God, even though we haven't got to that. That's the next one, but it puts you in this position of, of it overthrows his authority because it's not how you can, it's just doing the opposite of what you want to do. Yeah. Well, you think you have some control in the matter, right? Yeah. Like you actually think you have some power or some influence over God's behavior. Yeah. Right? Whereas we we are finite beings. We can we believe that we can know and understand things that are beyond Let's mm-hmm. say this realm, yeah. right? Like yeah. we, uh, we can understand and ask him what he wants us to know about mm-hmm. things. And we can see into, into different circumstances and dimensions of circumstances yes. beyond just what's in front of us. But that in order to do that, it has to be with him. Yes. Yeah. And this is removing him from the equation, equation. in yeah. the way that, oh, this is about me mm-hmm. and what I do or don't do and whether or not it is good enough that then like somehow like flips the switch of you to operate in my yeah, his response is based on me. what I do. Right. Which is so wild to think about that. So this is another uh, quote from the book that um I think it's just well worth mentioning. Yeah. Moving beyond the individual, even more destructive things occur when the life under God posture dominates a community. Mm. If blessing or calamity is the result of obeying God's rules, then keeping everyone in line Mm. becomes the paramount mission of (laughs) religious leaders. Wow. Faith gets reduced to dogmatism, adherence to strict moral codes and the enforcement of boundaries and rules. In such places, the clergy function as divine police officers and control crusaders, ensuring no one violates the Almighty's will, because it's not just the individual on the line, but the whole community. Wow. That, that's so good. That's so good. And it, it immediately takes me to just the, the religious leaders of Jesus's day. I mean, we can talk about it today, too. Like, we yeah. can... We can... We'll be kind, maybe, and not... Yeah. <laughs> We're going to stay in the past. Let's stay in the past. But, but we can talk about other people. Other people. But it, but li- seriously, li- if you look at that, like just how the religious leaders of that day were, they 
they created rules so you didn't break the Ten Commandments, or they created right. There ended up being like tens of thousands I heard, I don't of the exact statutes number. when we started with yeah. ten. Yeah. When God gave when God God gave, gave us 10, ten, they added. Well, you can't do this, but because it was this idea of we have to do all the right things mm -hmm. in order for God to be pleased with us. Yeah. And Jesus just flew in the face of that so often because he's like, oh, really? Like you can't work on the Sabbath because right. then God's not going to bless you. Oh, well, what happens if this, ha like what happens right. if we're doing this? Is it really about the rule or is it about, and he just kept saying, well, or is it about the being about with, yeah. you know, it, like every yeah. time he, he would bring it back to you, is it the even the healing was, hey, I'm with. Yeah. Is it the rule and the behavior? Right. Fix that on the behavior. Did you go to synagogue? Did you pay your tithe? Did you give the right food? Did you do the right thing? Did you raise uh -huh. the right clothes? Did you eat with the right people? Uh -huh. Whatever it might be. And we bump into this. I'm just going to say it. We yep, bump into it. this in, uh, in even the way that we relate to others in our culture, right? That's like we good. have moral codes that we want people to live by. That's, yeah. We being all of, all us, of us, right? Mm -hmm. So and whatever those might be, if people don't live by whatever those codes of conduct that we believe earn them right yeah. to, to positive in their life, then we, we other them like <laughs> we, or we will not be with them. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it is our struggle of, well, and then we put them even under us as mm, if that's how yeah. God operates right. in that, like, well, you don't live by the standard to which I think you should. You're not meeting my rules and and expectations. And therefore. Yeah. And then we just propagate the whole thing of living under to where now they feel like they have to do all the right things for to, to for deserve aud your right. audience. I mean, <laughs> think about even, you know, um, when we we've alluded to some of this before but even just think about in in uh growing up and in, in your home mm -hmm. like was that something that was even in place right as a kid or have you as a parent put that in place mm -hmm. to where it's like you know um yeah you have to do all you you have to check all the boxes in order to get the good gift from me or yeah. to do the or to to have my you know my blessing or to do whatever it might be have we employed this and even through that because remember what, how we how we experience our home is mm -hmm. how we relate to God, right? Yeah. And so, have we inadvertently, in some situations in some areas of our life, mm -hmm. made this living under God posture something that is just normal? Yeah, that's so interesting. And again, like we talked about toward the end of the last podcast, I think was that. The idea is that this does play in, yes. right? There mm -hmm. are there are real things that should be done. Mm -hmm. And should is a terrible word, but like <laughs> there are there's truth and consequence that is real, right? Yeah. Like it, and that's part of back to parenting and what we're teaching our mm -hmm. kids is that if you plant the seed, this is what's going to grow, right? right. And and you're not going to be real happy when that grows. So I'm going to teach you to mm -hmm. not plant that seed. And and so what we're what gets off the side here is not that that's not true. Right. Right. That that we do things and they bear consequences. Good, yes. bad or indifferent. Yes. We're not arguing that here. Correct. What we're arguing is that we we somehow have equated that to whether or not God will be with mm. us. Yeah. Um. 
and whether or not he will bless us. Yes. Because that's been life experience, right? Like yeah. we've grown up in environments where the good things come based on obedience or yeah. based on mm-hmm. execution of the task. Yeah. Um, and what we're trying to clarify here is that, yes, there is there is seed and there is fruit. Yes. Absolutely. That does not equate to whether or not God loves us. Yes. Whether mm-hmm. or not he is going to be with us now and that he's not some sort of like mathematical machine that also then equals if I do this, then I get blessed. Yeah. This is where like reigns on the just and unjust that like, how do you live in a world when you see the gift you want being given to other people? Yeah. When they've done all the wrong things and you've done all the right things, like how does that make sense? Right. And, and it does not make sense if no. the only thing, if our only option is to live, live under, under God. God to where if, because I did all the quote unquote right things and I still didn't get, get. the thing. Right. Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? And is there and. And is there any place to go if that's the only equation you have to work with? There there really isn't. I mean, you, you can kind of look at if uh, people that have, that live in that space of, mo- I won't say everybody, but most people that live in that space of life under God, when you don't get the thing that you've lived your whole life or that you've abstained from or that you've done all the right things to get, it becomes very, it can become very, very, well, you can become very, very cynical. Mm-hmm. You can leave your 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 group, your gathering mm-hmm. of people, even abandon the faith because the bargain, because mm-hmm. that's what this is. It's a bargain, right? It's an exchange. Has is is a is, comes out turns out to be a scam, right? And I think part of the reason why this is not enough mm-hmm. in our relationship with God is because it has nothing to do with our heart. Yes. Right. Like we can do all the right things and our heart be very far from him. That's mm-hmm. what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about the Pharisees and the and Sadducees. And it looks good from far. Yeah. Like, but you're whitewashed tombs. You're oh. actually, you're doing all the right things, but you actually have no relationship with me. And that's, nope. that's the whole basis of this conversation yep. is, is ouch. We, we do that. We yeah. do that more than we may want to admit. And we may not see it as clearly as, as, Jatani is drawing out here yeah. and and we're just kind of those people who are willing to say it for what it is and say oh Ooh. we do that yep yeah. and we build whole religions around that and have complete teachings around yeah. that which lead us all into a life and ultimately lead us into a life without him yep and so may we become the people who know how to honor and obey Mm -hmm. and never do that without you've been listening to the table and roll podcast new episode stream every tuesday to begin your journey to relational health go to tableandwell.org forward slash irh to join our intro to relational health lab this is our free four-week mini course where you will learn skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.